0: Hey everybody, Jake Brennan here Even though our turbulent journey with Amy Winehouse has come to a close I got a little something to fill that celebrity true crime hole in your soul The new season of my show, Badlands, drops February 16th Featuring stories from the crossroads of fame, fortune, and felonies Badlands, season 3, Hollywoodland Uncovers even more trashy tales from Tinseltown With episodes about scandalous stars like Heath Ledger Robert Downey Jr. Tim Allen And the Black Dahlia Here's a clip from an episode on Jack Nicholson, featuring his 17-year entanglement with Angelica Houston and some fairly hedonistic parties in Hollywood. Check it out. The movie was called The Two Jakes. It was a sequel to Chinatown, the 1974 film noir that had solidified Jack's status as a Hollywood A-lister. Chinatown screenwriter, Robert Towne, had returned to pen the sequel's script. And Robert Evans, aka Bob Evans, Paramount's mighty production exec, he was back too. But Robert Town wasn't just writing the two Jakes, he was directing too, for the first time. And Bob Evans wasn't just the producer, Bob Evans was going to act in one of the film's lead roles, opposite Jack Nicholson. Bob, Jack, and Robert thought that hiring a non director to direct a non actor to act was a good idea at the time. An incredible act of hubris that only these two Bobs and one Jack could have. However, as principal photography for the two Jakes neared, it became obvious to Robert Town that one of those two things was most definitely not a good idea. So before the cameras even started to roll, Robert Town, the director, fired Bob Evans, the producer. Jack, the star, was bullshit. Everyone knew that Bob Evans couldn't act, the guy hadn't even appeared in front of a camera in something like 40 years, but that wasn't the point. The point was that Bob Evans was a friend, and he didn't deserve to be shit-canned before he even had a chance to prove himself. And that's what Jack thought anyway. So too did Paramount, of course. Production stalled. Jack fought with Robert Town. Robert Town fought with Paramount. And then Robert Town bailed. Paramount pulled funding, lawsuits were filed. The two Jakes was dead in the water and the internal squabbling between the two Bobs and Jack was splayed all over the industry papers. It was a bad look, a Hollywood A-lister betting on the wrong horse. A stubborn star who let relationships curdle simply because he only did things one way, his way. And that's not how Jack Nicholson got to be so popular and so in demand. Jack Nicholson got to be so popular and so in demand because people liked him so damned much. At any given party in the swinging 70s with Warren Beatty, Clint Eastwood, Robert Redford, and Jack Nicholson in attendance, all the women gravitated to Jack. That grin, that smile. Some said it was devilish. Others said it was the devil himself. The best parties, of course, were the parties at Jack's house. Up in the Hollywood Hills on Mulholland Drive, Eight-room A-frame stucco pad, sliding glass doors overlooking a ravine, pool, jacuzzi, Matisse, and Picasso on the walls. Jack bought it for 80 grand in 1970. If you were in the know, then you knew about Jack's place. The door was always open to friends. Even Roman Polanski was welcome little Napoleon, despite the fact that he cast John Cassavetes instead of Jack in Rosemary's Baby and once smashed the TV set in Jack's trailer when Jack bailed on Chinatown rehearsals to watch the Lakers game. Some called Jack's house the epicenter of the era's drug-soaked scene. Author Bob Woodward claimed that Jack's house contained downstairs drugs and upstairs drugs. The downstairs drugs were for whoever happened to drop by, mikasa but the upstairs drugs Those were high quality and were reserved only for very special company. And when it came to special company, Jack had all kinds, from one-night stands to long-term flings. But no love affair lasted as long as the one Jack had with Angelica Houston, the daughter of the cinematic titan John Houston. Angelica accompanied a friend one night in 1973 to attend a party at Jack's house. Anyone could see that he was a rake, a rogue, a lothario. He was both charming and capital T trouble, a paradox. He was just like Angelica's father, actually, who'd made a name for himself in Hollywood not only as a director, but as a great seducer of women. And so, perhaps against her better judgment, Angelica allowed herself to be seduced by Jack. She spent the night, and then she moved in. Angelica's rocky relationship with Jack over the next 17 years would be the longest of Jack's life. Angelica even weathered Jack's infidelities. Well, most of the infidelities. She was even there, at Jack's house on Mulholland, hidden in the Hollywood Hills, when the cops showed up for the first time in 1977. But they weren't there to break up one of Jack's notorious parties. They came because Jack's house was the scene of a terrible crime. That was a clip from Badlands, Season 3, Hollywoodland. You can hear new episodes of Badlands featuring scandalous stars like Heath Ledger, Robert Downey Jr., Tim Allen, and Robert Mitchum starting February 16th. Find new episodes every Wednesday wherever you listen to podcasts or binge the entire season exclusively on Amazon Music.